Are you a chiropractor with a struggling practice, having a hard time finding and keeping patients? Is your staff falling short of expectations? Well, I'm Dr. Scott Sawyer and DC Trainings has the answers that you need. So tune in now and find out how. Today it is Thursday, as always for DC Trainings, that's the day of our webinar. All right, let's jump into our topic today. Today is about the 10th visit checkup. And in this topic, there's a lot of reasons to have this in your practice. So let's jump into this 10th visit checkup because there's a lot of value here. And, and it's and really, I think the, the fun in this is about retention. We have this phenomenon in chiropractic that we call the leaky bucket. And you have new patients coming into your practice. And then you have the leaky bucket, which is the holes at the bottom and those holes are the patients that are leaving your practice, otherwise known as attrition. The volume of your practice is what the um, water in the bucket represents. So we want to make sure not only that we have water flowing into the bucket, that's our new patients, but we want to make sure that we're maintaining this volume of water in that bucket at all time. And as much as we can, we want to plug those holes. Well, one of those holes is what we're going to get into right now. If patients stop their care plan, it will often occur when they feel better, their symptoms are going away, or they don't feel better, usually around the 10th visit. So in that 10th visit, that's kind of the time frame that it happens, right? If somebody comes in and they're hurting, and that's what brought them to your practice, then that's uh, usually, you know, a week or so, maybe two weeks then those symptoms are fading, the body's healing itself, their subluxations are stabilizing, innate is doing its job, and they're, they're really seeing a great result. So if they were basing their whole commitment to the care plan based on pain or some symptoms, that's usually about the time they're like, well, my pain's gone, so I must be better. Or if they don't feel better, so if they came in with pain and then eight, 10 visits in, they're still hurting. They're thinking, well, maybe this isn't working. So in the words of the, the late Reggie Gold, Dr. Reggie Gold, many of you got to know him, or at least I'm sure most of us have all heard of him. But Reggie Gold would say, well, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. If they don't feel better, they're gone. If they feel better, they're gone. So where do we actually have patients that we can retain and, and continue to take care of? Well, that's what we're talking about today. This is the process whereby you can plug the holes in your leaky bucket, whether they're leaving because their pain's gone or they're leaving because they're still hurting. We want to provide a solution so that, and here's the bottom line, that patients will stay with you because they understand the value of chiropractic care. They understand why they're coming aside from pain belief and actually more so around the ability to function at your best potential, to maintain optimum health through chiropractic care, through removing subluxations, and through having your innate intelligence fully express itself without interference, right? That's if, if all of our patients could get that, we've got a home run, right? That's everyone's going to stay for as long as you're in practice. So we'll aim for that. And as they say, we'll aim for the sky. And if we don't get, if we don't actually hit the sky, at least we'll be among the stars. <laughs> That's kind of a fun quote. Okay, so here's the process of this. Put a tickler into your each patient's files that reminds you when they get to their 10th visit. Now, this 10th visit is just one of the numbers, right? It's one of the visits that they have. It's not a separate type of appointment. It's not a longer appointment. It's not a shorter appointment. 
It just fits right into their ongoing visits as the 10th visit. So on this visit, the reception CA will provide a 10th visit survey, which I'll provide that for you in a second. Once the patient has filled that out, then that survey goes to the PDC or the PCA. Now, um, the PDC is the primary doctor of chiropractic. The PCA is your primary chiropractic assistant or maybe your office manager. So if you have an office manager who's orchestrating the, the sort of the quality control department of your office, then the surveys are going to go to that person. If you have, if it's you doctors who are measuring the quality control of your practice, then it's going to go to you. Now, another part, and I'll probably come back to this, but another part just to connect the dots is that in the 10th visit, this is also a great time to check in with your patients and ask for maybe testimonials or an online review. And so there's the, the person who's collecting these 10th visit surveys is also the same person who should be monitoring your online reviews. So just to connect those dots. And once those are delivered to the PCA or the PDC, then that just goes in their box and they're going to review those later. And if there's a need to follow up with a patient about one of the answers they put in, then of course, you're going to want to follow up with that person. So it's a nice way to be able to check in. Uh, and I, you know, I'll show you when I show you the samples, there's also some positive opportunities to check in as well. But that gets delivered to one of those two individuals within the practice. Now the patient is sent back for their adjustment. So again, this is right at the front desk. So that didn't take any time from the front desk other than asking the patient, just would you please fill out this survey? And then that survey goes to the responsible person. Then they go back to get adjusted. When they're going in to get adjusted, doctors, this is on you. You need to have a tickler in place that shows you this is the 10th visit checkup. Now, again, you don't have to lengthen the visit. You don't have to um, add more time. It's just a quick check-in. And the reason for the check-in is if their pain is gone and they're thinking they're done, or if they're still hurting and they're thinking it's not working, that's where your antennas need to be up. You need to be watching for clues around one of those two scenarios. If one of those two scenarios is not occurring, then it's full steam ahead. There's no, no uh, deviation. But if one of those two comes up, you wanna make sure that you address that. So this is how that happens. Let's say that, uh, let's see, um, Naomi, welcome to our call today. So let's say Naomi's my patient. And so Naomi's laying on the table. So I come in and I, give Naomi her chiropractic adjustment. And at the end of it, I want to sit her up and say, now in the back of my mind, I'm saying, okay, this is the 10th visit checkup. This is where I ask these three questions. That's what's going on in my mind. Okay. And here's the question. So Naomi, first of all, I just wanted to let you know how much we appreciate taking care of you. Just want to check in with you and ask about your appointments. Are the times for your appointments set up conveniently? Are they still the best fit for you? Yes, they are. Great. Now, if she said no, obviously I'm going to talk about that. No, I'm late for work every time I come in. I thought I would make it in and out in time. You make me wait too long. I'm late for work. <laughs> so obviously we have something to talk about, don't we? Otherwise, if she's late for work all the time, is she going to continue coming in? No. So we want to make sure we check in about that. So are your appointment times convenient? Are your payments comfortable? Uh, and if she's like, yeah, my appointments are fine. Yeah, my payments are comfortable. Then I might add, if I feel like she's just kind of glossing over it, because we're we're just getting to know each other, right? I've only seen her for a few visits. And you know, for those of us who have been in practice a while, 
We have patients that have been, been coming in for years. We know them very well, but here we're just getting to know this person. We're hoping that they stay long-term. So we want to develop a good rapport. And so in the, in the question about payments, are your payments comfortable for you? Sure, doc. Yeah, they are. Okay. Just want to check in because remember, we're going to have another follow-up at the end of a 12-month series of chiropractic adjustments. So do you still feel like it's a good fit for the entire course of your care plan, meaning a whole year? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, good. Okay. See, what's happened here is at the 10th visit, they're probably getting pretty close to, or maybe they've already passed their second payment, right? Maybe you did a prepaid so that that's all done. But if they're doing monthly payments, they're sort of gearing up for their second payment. So again, this is another reason to be checking in and saying, okay, you know, that first one, they were in pain. They're like, I'll pay anything. I don't care. I'll just take my wallet. I need to, I need help. Right. But now they're feeling better. Now their wallet doesn't come out as easy. <laughs> so this is again, a time that you're watching for that just to make sure it's comfortable because if you don't handle this doctors, they're gone. Whereas if you handle it correctly, not only are you going to be able to continue taking care of this patient, which is the best part, obviously, but let's say you needed to work out a modified payment arrangement, a modified care plan based on a different payment because they shared with you at the 10th visit that 12 months of these payments isn't going to be able, isn't going to be feasible, right? So we're, we're fleshing these things out just to make sure that everything's going to go full speed, speed ahead and they're going to be able to continue with their care and ultimately get the best results. So Naomi, are your payments comfortable for you? Yes, they are. Great. And as far as your results go, are you happy with the results that you're starting to see already? Now, I, I want to phrase that again, because there's certain key words that I use, and there's reasons for these key words. So are you, are you happy with the results that you're starting to see already? Now, in her mind, if she's feeling great, and she's thinking, oh, I'm already done, the word starting is kind of an important word, isn't it? Starting to see, because that depicts, whoa, you mean there's a lot more coming? My symptoms are gone. What did you mean by that, Right. Or uh, are you starting to, starting was one word, and then to see results, right? I want to make sure that she's seeing results. She's experiencing a change. She's seeing the benefit of being under chiropractic care. But then that last word, already, right? We don't want to get the, the impression like, oh, we're jumping the gun. If she's like, if she's thinking, yeah, I'm already seeing results. So maybe I'm done. Or maybe she's not seeing any results yet. So if she, if you're saying already, like, yeah, we should see results quickly. And she's thinking, no, I'm not seeing results. Well, then we need to talk about that, right? Because it may be that, well, doctors, as we know, the famous Clarence Gonstead quote, if you're not seeing results with your patients, never question the principles of chiropractic. Those are always correct. Question your application of the practice of chiropractic. So it may be that we need to change the adjustments or the way that we're taking care of this patient to get better results. I just had a patient recently where on the x-ray, the atlas tilt was, was not good. It was too flat. And I and, but then at the same time, he had a C6 subluxation with some pretty advanced degeneration. There was a bone spur. So I had been focusing on the upper cervical subluxation. My palpation showed that that was the one that was just more fixated and stuck. And immediately that produced headaches. So, so on the 10th visit checkup, when I was checking in about the results, 
it came up that these that the headaches had, had actually there was no headaches before and now there was headaches and so we changed the adjustment we we left the atlas alone that was more sensitive focused on the lower cervical subluxation at c6 and lo and behold results are great headaches gone and now we're smooth sailing so so that again are you happy with your results already that you've achieved already or that you're starting to see already really flushes out those patients that are thinking i'm ahead of schedule I'm behind schedule. It's not working for me. I'm already done. So those are some key words that you can use to just to stay really connected, right? And to make sure that the satis there's satisfactory results, comfortable payments, and convenient appointments. So once we've done, gone through those three questions, and we've also addressed any concerns, right? If so, we've addressed that, and it may require that you walk them up to the front desk and let them know there's going to be a different payment arrangement. There's going to be a different schedule. Maybe we're going to change the frequency, whatever that is that you need to come up with, do it quickly, do it efficiently. So it doesn't back up the rest of your patient flow, but don't skip it. Okay. Now I said, I was going to come back to this because let's suppose for a moment that it's the patient that's like, my appointments are fine. My payments are great. In fact, I'll share a story with you. Uh, for those of you whose CAs are assisting with the report of findings, which I know there's many of you. Once again, back to you, Naomi. Uh, great to have you on the call. Um, yesterday, I had a patient who my, my CA, Brenda, did the report of findings. And when I adjusted the patient, he just was raving about how amazed he was that Brent, my assistant, Brenda, I mean, he was just saying your assistant, but how she went through all the details of his condition and what needed to be done to take care of it. And the best part was she answered all of his questions and he felt more empowered about being able to take care of himself. See, he had actually been suffering with sciatica for almost a year. <clears throat> and he's seen lots of different healthcare providers, doctors, and I don't know how many people, but lots of them, right? And nobody had been able to help him and no one had ever explained anything about what was going on. They all just said, let's try this, let's try that, let's try this. And he said, this was the first doctor's office he'd been to where someone actually showed him the x-rays, explained what was going on on the x-rays and said, this is what you're gonna need to take care of this. And this is what this is gonna help you, right? Uh, everyone else just said, let's try this. So he was really excited. And, and he, so hats off to all the CAs that are doing the reports of findings. What a great opportunity for you to sort of step into the, the role of being a healthcare provider, right? You're providing a solution for a frustrated person who has sort of lost hope. And it's just a really great thing. So anyways, that got me excited yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Okay, so, so um, but back to our, our slide. What's great about this opportunity at the 10th visit is that it, it saves patients who feel like they may be not, res not responding, they may not be responding, uh, saves them from leaving. But on another note, for those patients who are having exceptional results, now's the time when we can ask if they would like to do a review, right? So at this point, we want to send them some, like a link to your website or some kind of a link, whether it's through text or email, send them a request for a review. And this, that's what it looks like on the screen here. Can you share your experience with others? Review us on Google, review, review us on Yelp, review us on Facebook. Um, and if they don't, that's fine. But for 
for those patients who are happy with their results, this is a great opportunity to get more reviews. So anyways, let's move on and, and go from there because I think actually, yeah, this, this is, that's the end of our topic for today. See, this isn't a, a big lengthy pause in your practice to do a 10th visit checkup, but it will save you so much frustration with the leaky bucket. It'll, it'll save you from having patients that were going to leave because they were feeling great and they didn't have any more symptoms. And it will save you from those patients who were frustrated because they weren't quite resolving as fast as possible or as fast as they had expected. And um, they're maybe on the fence about continuing thinking that it might not be working. So next week, we'll get into the progress exams and I'll show you that at that point. Now, I want to jump over to this screen here. As I told you, I'm going to show you the forms that we have available for you. And on our homepage here, uh, you can see that we have our documents. We also have the videos. And on the video, you can watch the 10th visit checkup demo, and you'll see the whole sequence of how that process goes. Again, it's a 20-second video. So when you condense each of these parts that I've shown you, it's very quick. It literally can add, you know, a half a minute to your visit unless there's an issue. If there's an issue, well, thank goodness we flushed it out now rather than trying to get a hold of a patient who's already left. But if there is an issue, it's usually easily resolvable, correctable, and we move on. So check out that video when you get a chance. And uh, so now we go through the form. So on the outline here, uh, I'll go through this kind of quickly because we just did, but at the at the 10th visit, the patient gets a 10th visit survey. They complete the survey. The survey is given to, um, or sorry, and it's completed and given to the, either the primary doctor or the primary CA. The, um, now this here, we've actually changed and you, you may notice this. So you can change this on your outline, but it says patient takes the completed survey back to see the doctor. We no longer do that because um, what I found was there was some patients sometimes that would put down some, some you know, some criticism basically, and then they felt uncomfortable with me walking right in with that survey and confronting them on it. Plus, in our flow, having the survey go back, me putting them on the spot, it just interrupted our flow. So now what we've found, and I feel like this is a better, uh, definitely a softer way to handle when issues come up, uh, is just to have that go back to either my box or my PCA's box. And then I review it later. And if there's follow-up needed with a patient, of course, I will either call them or meet with them in person at another visit. So that has changed. So we don't actually take that back to see the doctor anymore. Doctor checks in with the patient about overall progress with three questions. That's it. Are your appointment times conveniently scheduled? Are the financial arrangements we set up still comfortable? And are you happy with the results that you've achieved so far? Uh, I changed the words a little bit about that in my script, but those key words, you may want to incorporate those um, into your, your uh, conversation. Any questions or concerns around these questions are addressed by the doctor during the consultation. If the pa patient is satisfied with all categories, the doctor requests they share their experience through an online review. Doctor notifies reception as to whether the online feedback is approved and continues seeing other patients. So on this one, what would happen here is if, uh, and again, this is without the survey going back with the patient. So I'm seeing the patient in a room and in my office, we use the platinum system, uh, which is, it's very easy for me to send a quick note to the front desk. If you don't have that, you can also have just a little stack of scratch papers in the adjusting area. 
And then you can always grab one of those scratch papers, scribble a little note on it and say, please hand this to the front desk on your way out. Real easy way to, to um, have a, a good communication with your front desk without having to walk the patient up every time. If you're in a position to be able to walk them up every time, that's fine too. You just tell the front desk, but here's the point of it. I need to let them know if the patient said, yeah, I'll do a review for you. Okay, great. And then I can just send a quick note to the front desk or I can write down you know, an R or I can just write the word review on a scratch paper and say, give this to the front desk. Either way, let them know because then that the front desk responsibility is to send the message or like a text message or an email or, or however, you, however you do your online review stuff let your front desk send that or connect the, the patient with the ways that you want them to initiate that review. Okay. So however you, however you do that in my office, we send a text message. So they quick get a quick text and it looks like that picture that I showed you. Uh, this brief consultation should occur in conjunction with serving other patients and is conducted by the doctor after the patient's adjustment. So that's, that's the flow of that. Now, here's the script. Very straightforward, very easy. Uh, the, the survey is provided by the reception CA on the 10th visit before the patient sees the doctor. The doctor then reviews the feedback. Um, but again, I'm not seeing it right then. I just ask them the questions. Uh, I don't, th there's a tickler on the screen that says this is the patient's 10th visit. The patient doesn't bring back the survey. I'll change this uh, for, for next year with DC trainings, but, but here's how it goes. Uh, doctor, I'd like to get feedback about your progress so far. Okay. Are your scheduled appointment times working well for you? Yes, they're working out fine. Are you happy with your results so far, your adjustments and results so far? Yes, I have more energy and I can feel better. Are your payment arrangements comfortable for you? Yes, they're they're affordable. Is there anything we can do to serve you better? No, nope, I'm happy with my progress. Thank you. We appreciate caring for you and are looking forward to seeing more improvement during this coming year. So there you go. You did your check-in. You're good to go. Here's the survey, which you can pull offline. You can just print that out and away you go. There's three surveys per page. So we have them cut into thirds and then we have them vertically placed into one of those little brochure, plastic brochure holders. They're right there. So the CA can just grab one and just hand it right to the patient. And here's one, of course, that's a sample. And as I said, um, when this comes up, like here, you know, they gave us all fives, which is great. And then the comments included more cookies in the lobby, ha ha. But my point is, is here is where you want to watch these because if you get a one or a two or even a three, that you should follow up on. Now, a four or a five, some patients have the mindset. I mean, you, you probably have this for yourself too. You may be the person that likes to just say, yes, yeah, it's, it's a five. It's great. Another person who's totally happy with the service might give it a four because in their mind, there's sort of a, they always think, well, there's more, there's always room for improvement no matter what. So that a four may be where they rate you, but definitely a three, two, or a one deserves some kind of follow-up and, uh, a, you know, some diving into to find out why. So those are, those are there for you. Those are right on the website, on the homepage. And that brings us right up against the end of our topic. But before you go, wait, don't run. I um, once again, just want to say that it's, it's important that you please RSVP for the seminar. I'd love to see all of you in person. Definitely want to want to have that time together as our chiropractic family. Uh, if you're not able to attend in person, it's on November 5th, Saturday. Uh, we'll be starting at 10 o'clock. 
And if you're not able to attend in person, that's okay. We will still have the streaming available for you so that you can you know, uh, join remotely from the comfort of your office in your pajamas if you so choose. So that'll be, um, that'll be there for you. We'll also be rolling out the next year's uh, seminar dates. So we'll have those also coming up uh, at the time of that seminar. So we'll go ahead and wrap up. Thanks again for joining today. And thank you to, of course, all the doctors with DC trainings, but thank you to the CAs too. I know we're all busy and for you CAs taking the time out to, to learn how to serve patients better. I appreciate it very much, but it's a huge asset for your practice. So keep it up and I will look forward to talking to you next week. If you would like to become a member of DC Trainings, be sure to head on over to dctrainings.com to get started today.